and welcome to the Magic Hour Show number 80 for Tuesday, April the 11th, 2017. We are here. We are live together again. I'm so happy to be here. Are you happy to be here, people? I'm, I, I think you're happy to be listening, probably. I, I can only guess, but I hope so. We've got an interesting show for you today. We've got a special guest. Uh, I'll introduce him just a little bit later. But first, we've got our panel of parents here. We've got Mikey here today. Hey, Mikey. Hello. Together again. Again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's I can think a- of some Muppets in there. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Muppets are the best, aren't they? They are. I love the Muppets. They're the best. They're the best. And you can do like all kinds of things with Muppets, even. Like, not just child things, yeah. But like, grown-up shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I still miss the uh, Nintendo Direct from was that E three twenty fifteen where Nintendo used oh, yeah. Muppets basically. The Star Fox Muppets. Oh yes. Oh, yes. No, oh no, the whole thing was Muppets. The no, whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. there was like a Reggie Muppet. I remember that too. Yes, that's yes. Right. <laughs> that was very good. I s- yep, the Awada Muppet looking at the bananas. Oh, I still. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. All the feels. Okay. Um, also here joining us tonight is D. Hi D. Hello. You're back. It's been a while. How are you yeah. doing? Surviving uh, tax season. Exactly. Surviving tax season. One more week. One more oh still, eh? Okay. Yeah. One more week. When's the deadline in the States? Is it next next This year it's April eighteenth. Eighteenth, yep. okay. Mid It's, it's usually, usually the fifteenth, right? but fifteenth fell oh, fell on Easter, the Saturday and then seventeenth yeah, yeah, yeah. is a Monday's a holiday in Massachusetts, so right. it's the 18th this year. Okay, cool. I have until the end of the month here in Canada. I know. So, I, obviously, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> so to be a tax preparer in Canada, <laughs> I Gotta get on that. <laughs> and uh, one more person to introduce our special guest for today. He is a composer, sound designer for video games and interactive media. And he's a new parent, which is why we asked him on the show. Well, you know. Uh, all those reasons is why Ashton Morris is on the show. Hey, Ashton. Whoop, whoop. Welcome to the Magic Hour. <laughs> hey show. there. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, you're a new parent. How new are you? Uh, so, my son is about four and a half months old. Uh, he was born on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's a good birthday. Oh, yeah. 10 It was, 10. Uh, it was uh, quite a crazy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We did get, uh, the next day, they gave us a really nice hospital meal since it's, like, included. You can order whatever you want. (laughs) So we did uh, make up for it the next day. (laughs) I had, uh, like, steak and lobster and and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Wait wait a minute. They have what type of hospital? I'm sorry. What type of insurance are you paying for that? (laughs) We have uh, regular insurance through, uh, and we have a hospital in Fort Collins, northern Colorado, and... Part of the thing is that the day after you have their room service menu, you can order anything for free. So I got like two meals and so did my wife, and we went to town. <laughs> nice. <laughs> lobster, what? Yeah, I haven't had lobster in forever either because, you know, that's too expensive for me. So <laughs> it was good. Crazy. Cool. So decide to have more kids. I'm hearing <laughs> yeah. this go to Fort Collins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they did a, uh, when my wife gave birth, uh, the next day she got to order, they had a prime rib meal that they brought her. What, what? is this fancy uh, nonsense they have over there? That was in Chicago, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, and everyone we knew before we, we had him said that 
the husband has to pay, but the wife can order whatever she wants. So when she gets right. her dinner, just order you like the largest dinner double, ever, yes. and then I'll just yeah. <laughs> so I did plenty of plate sharing with her. I see. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they have food like that up here. Yeah, they did <laughs> I not. I never have heard of anything steak. like that. That's pretty no. cool. Yeah, but you. I wouldn't know about lobster because I'm allergic, but. <laughs> but your hospital bill is 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 what I'd rather have than the uh, lobster. Perhaps. Yeah, no, yeah, Canadian hospital true. bill. Hello, zero. Yeah, yeah hospital bill. I make that trade yeah. any day. I, mean, yeah. I was yeah. I was ordering Grubhub half the time anyway. I didn't even bother with the hospital food. Yeah, as from what I remember, so, I think we just brought food in anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I um, I work from home, so I have been with him like every day the whole time. And today, for the first time, we had a nanny come over for a couple hours. And I got to do work during the daytime, which was yes. pretty cool because it's been a while <laughs> since I've done any of that. So it's nice. fun, awesome. isn't it? Like yeah. not yeah. sleeping and <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's weird having a nanny because when you hear him cry, you want to run out there. Yeah, but then you think, oh wait, 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 this is like I have to trust this person. But in your head, you're like, what are they doing? I know they're doing yeah. something, you know. So it's a <laughs> difficult emotional. Don't to, worry, a few know, more sensation. months of insomnia and you'll get over that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we. I I just blocked those years out of my memory now. I can't remember <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's all a blur. And then you have two. Yeah, but two like, of them have teenagers looking yeah, at Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah mine for, are teenagers for, now. I think, yeah, I mean, it's when you have one, it's, and then... Then when the second one comes, yeah, Mikey's yeah. nodding because he only has one. <laughs> and when the second one comes, and if you have them too close together like we did, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh! So yeah. what, are we, what were we thinking? Ah. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we are like, you know, right now this is good, and let's oh, yeah. just. Just the future just happens, but then, enjoy. but then people tell you, you know, one day all of a sudden you forget how horrible it was, and it's like amnesia, and you're like, we yep. need to have another. So yep. it's yeah. kind of frightening. <laughs> yeah, they enter that sort of cute kind of stage, and oh, we can yes. have another one. We could probably handle it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a trick. Yeah, it's a trick. It's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally a trap. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, that we never fell for. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys stayed strong. Smart. Hey, we've been playing some games, I think, so why don't we move on to that and let's talk about the games we've been playing. It's been a couple of weeks, and I've only been playing Zelda, so... <laughs> I've also only been playing Zelda. Okay. Same here. Same here. Okay, so we have three Dang. for Zelda, and Ashton's I'm been playing a whole non- bunch of all kinds of other, thing, <laughs> other games. I'm the only non-Switch owner. I have oh. tried to convince my wife that I, that I need it like 14 times, and she's yeah. like, come on. Calm down with all that. Really? So, uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Tell her of to listen Overwatch. to this podcast, and we'll tell her. I know. <laughs> oh, tell her that since you're in the games industry, you could probably write it off as a business expense. Oh, absolutely. I write, I wrote off my PlayStation, you know. There you partially go. Partially, at least. I mean, yeah, the Switch uh, is the place to be for, like, indie games and all kinds of stuff you should well, be writing I went music to, for, so... I, I wasn't really thinking about it too much until I was at GDC the morning it was released and I saw a guy walking down the street with a bag yeah. and I was like, did he just, is that a Switch? Like, that's a reality right now? Oh my gosh, you know? So, I want one. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Should we not spoil Zelda for you or should, can we talk no, about it? No, don't spoil it. I'm okay. a huge Zelda fan, so. Okay, but we'll, if, we'll talk uh, a little bit about it, I guess. 
Yeah, talk about it. So, okay. anyways, I've been playing a lot of. Let's see here. Yeah, Overwatch. What have you been Overwatch, Overwatch is good because I can get in and out, and you know, I I don't have a huge attention span with all that's going on here. Right. But um, uh, no, a lot of people gave No Man's Sky some crap, but they have some updates, and I really enjoy like exploration sandbox type of games. Night in the Woods um, is a very, very interesting and fun game. And I know some of the sound people when I met them again this year. And then Hidden Folks on iOS is like Where's Waldo kind of experience. And it's really fun. And you can, it's like a drawing and you can touch a tree and it'll shake and then maybe it'll open and you'll see a little guy behind there. And it's just kind of like a fun. Uh, when you don't have Wi-Fi and you just want a relaxed game. And all the sound effects are done with, with a person's voice on that. So if you open the tree, it's like... Oh, cool. So, yeah. Does that sound, sound and, like uh, more of a kids-appropriate game? Kids Hidden Falls? Yeah, it is. Yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. And the thing I like about Overwatch is be, is that as opposed to a regular first-person shooter, it definitely feels like you have to at least try to be on a team and not only think about yourself, uh-huh. which is something yeah. I feel like was lacking in other type of games. Like, you should try to work with the people or else it's not as fun. So it's fun working with people that you don't know or at least hoping they're going to work with you. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the matches are short enough uh, for parents to jump in and yes. jump out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Just good enough. <laughs> yep. What's this burrito bison? I, I see this. I'm yeah, intrigued. This is- uh <laughs> that that game is by a company that I feel like doesn't get enough credit. They did a game called Nightmare Tower, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T, a couple years ago, where you're okay. floating up, 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 and up through this tower. And every time you sword swipe a goblin, you go faster and faster. So this is a very similar game, but you are like a kind of like a, a Mexican wrestler. And at the beginning, you mm. stretch back at this wrestling platform and then you kind of knock the head of a gummy bear, and then you're kind of bouncing further and further as you get more powers and upgrades. And I just think it's a very well, smooth, polished game. I really like their their mobile games. So, yeah, cool. Burrito Bison by okay. Juicy Beast. And check and that out uh, too. <laughs> sounds funny. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> good art too. I love it. Cool. So it's guacamole with gummy bears. Yeah, you. so as you're bouncing <laughs> you further and further, you're squishing gummy bears as they're kind of running away from you. Nice. And uh, you can play different wrestling characters and you can get different power-ups and sometimes you can land on a bomb and then you bounce higher and you go further. And then when you get to the end of the level, you have to break through these giant cake walls and sometimes you get stuck in the cake and sometimes you can burst through it. It sounds ridiculous, but it's super awesome. I don't understand how I don't have this game already. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they're such a cool company, and they did a post-mortem about a game that they just taught me a lot about kind of what game developers deal with, so I, I always appreciate what they do. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, Burrito Bison. That sounds cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Ashton, I don't know if you want to plug your ears or if you want to put us on mute and we'll wave at you when we come back, but let's talk about Zelda for a little bit. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, without spoiling, we will try not. To I can't spoil. not know. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, well, I guess so, let's let's set some ground rules here. Okay, what do we consider spoilers? Uh, like if there's if there's something that like, like is the or, only way. 
I could figure something out mm. and it's only one way to figure it out and like I would have to discover that on my own. But other okay. thing, okay. everything else I think is fair game. Okay. okay. Like locations yeah. in the world or certain yeah, items, like, uh, items in the world are okay to talk about? Yeah, like behind the trees, the gloves, and you okay. can only get the gloves to beat the game. If yeah. you tell me that, yeah, I'll no, just no, no. be I, bummed I'm not out. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no it's just that. because. Okay, so today I um, I got myself through the lost woods. Congratulations! And, yeah, and um, so that was cool, and and I saw the master sword today, so that was that was also cool. That was a lot of it was fun. I did not have sufficient hearts to pull out the master sword, but I'm close. I think, and and uh, I I recall that there's a way to um, swap, uh, respec right your stamina yep. and hearts. So yes. there's a, there's a place where you can do that. So I'm, I'm gonna go there and see if I if I do that how many I have and then how many more I need because <laughs> I really want that sword point. just because because it's course. there. Why wouldn't you right? So yeah. So that's where I am. I think I'm a, probably about forty hours now. And I've only done one Divine Beast, um, and I. But I've, man, there's so much to do in this game. It's just like, yeah, it's and ridiculous. it's not like I felt like I've been like not doing anything for 40 hours, but I've enjoyed all the time that I've been doing whatever I'm doing in Zelda. It's cool, just exploring. Like it's it's insane, um, and there's there's stuff everywhere. Like you just stumble onto something, like you just wander around, you just stumble onto something else, and oh, there's this is here. Oh, cool! Or you know, find another Korok seed or whatever. Yes. Um, yep. So it's. Yeah. it's I know. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I I love my horse horses. It's mm. great. That's that's fun. Um, I don't really like horses. I'm going to throw that out there. What? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> when I, have, I, discovered... I have five horses and, yeah. I ne- and I never use them. What? Well, if yep. you've locked, unlocked enough Ooh. shrines, then you just teleport everywhere anyway. But well, is there something I, I, about riding the horse? It's just like the way you go through the, the landscape is different than running. I have yeah. a confession to make. Go for it. I actually shelled out the $65 to get the Smash Brothers Link Amiibo. So, <laughs> why? What? For um, a Pona? Uh-huh. Does it give you a Pona? Why was uh-huh. it $65? Because it gets you because, a Pona. <laughs> because all of the Zelda Amiibo have yeah. just, the demand is that high. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is like not, well obviously I guess you can't get it from a regular retail anymore. Nope. Mm, that's the Oof. pee. That's the peeing link, with the yellow. Yes, the peeing link. The peeing link. link? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the yellow. Wait, wait, wait. Is this a spoiler here with peeing? No, no, <laughs> no. It's the, so the Smash amiibo. Brothers amiibo. It has this like this yellow thing. It looks yeah, which like pee. It's, it was supposed to be like. Uh, so it's it's the stand on which Link is yeah. held right to the base yeah. or something, and it's it's like clear, but it's yellow. So it looks yeah, like, yeah. and it's coming out of his. Bum, so it kind of looks like he's peeing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. He sits. He's so sits. juvenile. It's We're so classy. juvenile as parents. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah. So that's 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 where I'm at. I'm. I don't know. It's just like this game is just. And it, I, and I really like the way I really like that it's on the Switch and I can take it everywhere. 
and just play random 15 minutes here and there or whatever. When I'm waiting to pick up the kids after school and they're not, you know, whatever. Like, just fire yep. it up. And the Switch is so fast to fire it up and get it back into the game. Yes, it's like, it is. you know, like two seconds or whatever. And you're back in. And, oh, the kids are here. That's awesome. Push the home button. Boom, you're out. You know, just turn it off. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, it's great. It's great. Who All right, you guys? that's it. I'm getting it. Yeah, you're getting it, Ashton. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, D. I haven't heard your experiences in Zelda mm. Land, so. Okay. Um, I don't even know how many hours I spent in. Last last I looked, it was over 15. That was probably mm. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing it every day and yep. clocking through those amiibo every day, including the, uh, whatchamacallit, I have the animal, I have a bunch of animal crossing cards too so oh i usually have like 300 raw do you meat do on all me. the animal crossing cards yeah that's like hundreds well i don't know i don't have all of them oh i only <laughs> have like 30 or so because i have like 70 or something i could do <laughs> every can single do one of them every oh my single goodness. amiibo in existence <laughs> you can do and get loot you can do them once a day that would be so this rich. is why ryan's kicking himself because they're all yes, packed because they're all packed yeah <laughs> okay i did not realize the amiibo cards would work absolutely yep. oh yep. boy this is bad uh, <laughs> i even tried like uh uh Disney Infinity figures to see if they would drop something. I was like, well, maybe I'll just take anything. And it's like, Skylanders. no, it's not, a, it's not an Amiibo. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no um, so, so you have yeah, a lot of I've, loot. You have yeah, I have a lot of loot. Okay. Yeah, I I have no problem with cooking ingredients whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it's funny how things fall out of the sky. It is. Apona <laughs> fell out of the sky. <laughs> I kid you not, the horse is like, boom. <laughs> Did it look shocked? No, not really. It was just there. Okay. Wait, so after you get a Pona, can you uh, put her in the stables? Absolutely. Oh, then you don't have to do it again. You no. don't have to get her every day or something. No. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So. And is a Pona a good horse? Am I enabling you? Or a mobile? Uh, yeah, she, she's got max stats. Is it like 555? Five, five, five? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, my I got the white horse, which is five four five, so it's not too bad. Oh, I don't have but. enough stamina to get that white horse. I tried. Really? Yeah, Just I got drink that a one. potion. I, did. I got the giant one. You have all these potions and foods. I did drink all the potions and really? stuff, but still, I couldn't manage to do it. But anyway, really? I okay. I mean, because I was focusing on hearts, I got enough hearts for oh, the master okay. sword. So okay. now I'm switching back to getting more stamina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, all I gotta say is Endora carrots. Five uh-huh. of them. Oh, sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, that yeah, would do it. That is the yeah. way to go. That would do it. Because, yeah, they up the max stamina, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I've done three of the um, Divine Beasts. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're, we're like, it's probably about the same, I take it. Because, like, I, I was, like, 50 like a couple so weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure I'm over 80. <laughs> right? Was there at some point where, like, you, you just felt like you had... You just had to go to do the beasts, or, or like, did you spend a period of time just sort of putzing, like, wandering around? And- yeah, I was putzing around. I, I went to do the other two because I uh, went to do the third one. I'm like, eh, I need one more heart for the for the master right. sword. Let me go do this. Right, right. <laughs> Might as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that makes it, it actually with. extra funny. I didn't have the master sword until I got to the second divine beast, 
So I did two Divine Beasts with the Master Sword, which makes it a world of difference. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just so, well, that's fine. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that sword out of the stone soon. (laughs) (laughs) I, I like, made it my mission. Like, I found it one night, and I was like, Mm. I've got to do this. And I just, I turned on the shrine radar, and, like, the ones (laughs) I couldn't see, I'm just, like, trying to find. And Mm -hmm. so I was, like, on a shrine frenzy. And, uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's and I have to share my Switch. Right. Because yeah, yeah, that's someone right. told me she wasn't into video games anymore. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Oops. no big deal. Someone told you, huh? <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, we, all of a sudden. we sat down to play it. And she's like, so we need to talk about a schedule for this. And I was like, what do you mean a schedule? <laughs> it's like Whoa. it's like having a divorce. It's like, oh well, oh, uh, you no. get custody, it on like joint custody. Of exactly. The <laughs> it's That's like, like someone why? eating all your fries when they say they're really not that hungry. And they're like, exactly. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> uh, look forward to this one day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you have to share all of your your gaming consoles. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Well, you're not into this, so it's no big deal. And she's like, well, you're taking it to work. Well, what if I want to play in the morning? I'm like, well, what time are you getting up? She's like, well, I'll get up an extra hour early oh. if I, it means I get to wow. play some Zelda. <laughs> so I've actually enabled parental controls, not for the sake of doing parental controls, to just see how much we've been playing yeah. because I need some like additional stat tracking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I need it to nag me to go to bed because I will be sitting there at like 11 o'clock like, I just got to find one more shrine. One more shrine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Do one you more have a phone app? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really nice and it sits there like pings me. It's like, hey, hmm. you said at nine I should tell you time's up. Uh, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. That's yeah. the mild version of the parental control, right? That's yep. not the you are going to be locked out in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, didn't do that one. Yeah. But I'm I'm probably somewhere around the same place D is at. I'm except I probably have more hearts. Uh, I think I'm like twenty natural hearts. And oh, wow. almost two full additional stamina bars. Mm. Uh, I need to find right. myself more shrines. I just man. have one additional stamina circle and and yeah, fourteen hearts. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And uh, three divine beast, master sword. I have cool. like every. I think I have just about every armor except for one, because uh, I haven't actually found the shrines that they exist in. Mm. And I killed a Lionel for the first time. I was oh, so excited. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I just run yeah. right, right now. Yeah, I've been trying to farm them. I forget what body part I need for a certain, for a Korok quest, I know, actually. I know, which, I know what you need, because I, yeah. I just looked at that today. Yeah. And I was like, uh, nope, not And I'm like, that. I killed the Lionel. I'm like, why did you not drop oh, it? Oh, no. had <laughs> to do it again. And the worst thing is... I had it. I went through Blood Moon twice trying to fight that thing. Yeah. And you know, Blood Moon. Yeah, resets. Brings it yeah. back. Yeah. So I'm like, desire okay, sensor. I've lost desire my sensor. food. I've broken what? <laughs> it's, it's called the desire sensor. The game <laughs> yeah. knows what you oh, right. need yeah. and it will not give I'm it like, to I've you. broken all these weapons. <laughs> I've eaten all this food and now he's at full health. Thanks. <laughs> and yeah. it's like two hours hey. later, the Blood oh, Moon rises again. Gosh. I thought it was at least a day oh no yeah so that was annoying and it didn't drop what i needed <sighs> we should oh. move on i think we're boring ashton yeah. he's like i he's <laughs> like i need this even more now <laughs> yeah okay right? one one final thing my wife would laugh if she heard this she'd be like what are these people talking about <laughs> magic potions and moons <laughs> she's she's not a huge gamer so she always thinks it's funny when i talk about stuff like this <laughs> Did you, All right. I'm going to ask. Yeah, one more guys, thing that's not a spoiler. One, one more thing. It's not really a spoiler. Did you guys <gasps> find a shrine that that was um, like in 
surrounded by freezing water and it was like yes. underneath this yes. like rock thing. So yes. it's like there's a so you have to go into the water under it's like it's like it's in an underwater cave kind of basically, right? No. No. How do you go no, underwater? I didn't get this one. Yeah, didn't so get you, that one. You have to you have to jump in the water and and have enough hearts not to die while it's freezing or drink a potion, I guess. I could have done that yeah, too. Yeah, no. Haven't found that and one. And then yet. you swim to it and then to get out so okay, so it's surrounded by freezing cold water, right? So I'm like, well, okay, I got here. I could teleport out, but maybe there's another way to get out. And so I noticed there's some logs on around, scattered around. And I'm like, huh? What if I push one of these logs in the water? And I did that, and it floated, and I jumped on, and the current carried me down stream out of this cave. And and that was I was like this is the most elegant way of getting out of here that I, <laughs> I was like this is amazing and then there, at the end there was a waterfall so I I very um, smartly jumped off my log before the waterfall and then I I glided down somewhere else but that was like mm. this is like an awesome awesome moment this is so cool so anyway all right if you're sharing that type of awesome moment I've got one has okay. anybody possibly either swam set under a boat and blown yourself out to an island in the lower right hand corner yes. of the map yes and swiss family robinson yes that thing yeah, okay i did not i did not complete it i i uh, failed twice and i was like eh, i think i'll do something else now but do you know what we're talking I, I about fin- d no Are i don't in there no okay i haven't I, been i haven't really hung around in the lower right well, part of the okay. map yet when when, when you it's start unmarked. getting on your yeah it's so when you start going shrine crazy. So are we spoiling things a bit? Well, nope. sure, but it's not main <laughs> story. Can, it's just like a little little get, Easter eggy thing. Yeah, if you can get out there, it's like um, a special trial. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It was like I just couldn't one of these shrines that I was just like, wow, I was like this is really cool. Yeah. So all right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. That's what we've been playing. And now it's time to talk about our topics for this week. Um, Since we got Ashton on the show, we thought we would talk about game music, sound design, how to get into game music, music that we liked from games, music that we listened to with our children, all kinds of things. Whatever, Whatever comes to us, we'll talk about it. So we've got to start with, um, let's talk about our favorite gaming soundtracks. You can only pick one. Oh, off the top of your head. I know I, it's I hard, right? Can I pick the entire right Final now. Fantasy series? You can. <laughs> okay. You can. Entire Final Fantasy uh, series from uh, D? Okay. Yeah. I'm going, oh, I'm going to, to counter D's and say the same thing I said the other day, uh, which is the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. Yep. People love that one. Also very yeah. good. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. Yeah. We found some like list that was like the top albums. She's like the Final Fantasy albums didn't you like break yeah, the top yeah. twenty and like I think Chrono Trigger was like number five. Yeah, because like, they know <laughs> Chrono Trigger's a better soundtrack. Hey, the one I picked isn't even on here, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's annoying, but it's it's also really good. The Diablo music, the guitar, it's good. like it's just like it's Diablo the first time was on there. I, oh, was it okay? Well, yeah. yeah, they even mentioned that it was like Trent Reznor and all that. Okay. Mm. Oh no, that's Quake. Sorry, that's Quake. Yeah. 
Trent Reznor. It came out around the same year or something. Uh, I think I have college (laughs) memories. The guitar and all that, just that mood that it's. I was just like, oh, this is so good. But anyway, that was me, Diablo. Um, Ashton, what what would you pick? pick I'm such a old school person. It's hard to. It's hard for me to recognize new stuff, believe it or not, as much. But I would say the the second Zelda uh, on the NES, the gold okay. cartridge one. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Adventures of Link? Not the one that people confuse with the first. Well, I don't know. They're, I've been told <laughs> that the, the second one is the one, one that everyone... Yeah, not that one. The regular one. Okay, so the first one. Well, I was always told it was the second one and the side-scroller one didn't work out or something. So I don't know. Oh. But yeah. The one that everyone ever played. I the played third the one? one? Actually, I... <laughs> no, the one with the, the golden cartridge. You know. Dun, da, dun, da, 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 da. Oh, so the first both, one. Both were gold carts. Yeah, but it was the first one you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first one then. Then someone lied to me confused. when I was a child. Someone lied to you as a child. It's actually it was, it yeah. was weird because it's like, I think the only one that actually mentions Link in the title because it's Zelda to the Adventures of Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that one. I mean, even though it's it's so minimalistic compared to what you can do now, uh, I'm just amazed that that I that the melodies stuck so well. I think I think all the Zelda games have great music, but uh, that was probably one of the first games that made me think like, wow, this is this is really really something to get into. So when I think about how like an orchestra will play that, it's kind of amazing how how. Uh, good that sustains itself with just the limited amount that they could mm-hmm. of you know uh wave files and not wave Eat files it. but yeah 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 that brings actually that's a that's a good point that brings up something for me like your so your your music that you write is it mostly uh ashton is it mostly in that era of sound like 16 bit 8 bit chiptune type stuff or is it all does it run the gamut from uh, it runs the gamut. Okay. Uh, I, I think at the beginning, that was really popular. I, I started probably six years ago. That seemed to be really, really popular back then. Right. Uh, especially with indie people. So I did a lot more of that then. And um, now it, it's it's all over the place. Like I just did a game that was all 16-bit Super Nintendo Genesis sounds. Right. And then I'm doing one that's Western music, like old spaghetti Western and rock and then another one that's really, it's like Middle Eastern mixed with uh, 80s synth music. and mm-hmm. So it's all like, over the place. Uh, EDM sounds, yeah. Right, so, right. Um, But I do think that it was huge like a couple of years ago and everyone demanded it and probably to where it got a little oversaturated so people asked for that 8-bit stuff less. Mm. But personally, I love to do 16-bit music and like I have a Genesis and a Super Nintendo type of uh, virtual instrument stuff and I personally, I find those sounds really, really great. So I like to put them in even in regular music like quietly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In the background, yeah. Yeah. Does it? And uh, I was going to say, we're talking about game soundtracks, but sound design-wise, the first game that I really liked was um, the first Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Because there are so many good sounds from that little synthesizer, like the wow, when you get the protected shield, and the spring really sounds like a spring. Like, that Uh blew my mind, and I still think of that as, like, great sound effects, you know. Yeah, see, that's the thing, like, the... The way you created sound effects with 8-bit or 16-bit machines mm-hmm. is like 
you're you're manipulating the synthesizer chip in there to make a sound from whatever waves or waveforms they have in there or whatever it is. Yeah. That sounds like something else, right? Yeah. But now like with modern game design and sound design, it's just you you know, you're actually recording or whatever, getting the sound of the actual thing that you want and yeah. playing it as an audio file. So yeah. in in a way it's a lot harder to do the f- the first thing to make that chip actually sound like anything. Yeah. Not music. You have to be not, a lot yeah. more yeah. Cr- creatively when restricted, you know. <laughs> I talked to a a sound designer at GDC this year who used to work for PopCap who does all the Planes for Zombies right. and yeah, yeah, Peggle. And I one of the games so many PopCap games. Oh yeah. Right. They're I mean they're good. And I the the leader kind of our game audio meetups is one of their head audio people and he's really great but this woman was saying that for one of the games with inside of the audio middleware which is what we use to put sound effects in they have a synthesizer and a noise machine in some of the games she would use the noise generator and the synthesizer for almost everything and maybe have like one sample like a plunger or something that they would pitch up or down because it's a mobile game, so downloading it instantaneously and getting people into it is key. So she and other people on her team almost had to go back and learn, like, you know, and use those tricks that we now think are, like, not useful anymore. Nice. So, like, for, mm-hmm. for mobile games, some of those things are still relevant, even though we have the technology in regular games to do any sound or any instrument ever. So it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's super cool. But yeah, it's, I mean, to get it light too, right? To make it small and load fast, especially on mobile, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. We got a bunch of responses on Twitter about what our favorite soundtrack or music memory was. Um, for Ryan, who couldn't join us tonight, he's sorry, he's wrangling some kids tonight. But uh, Mario 2, he said, he hummed that to his children a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> From Twitter, Twitter user Inkling Ika, she said that um, her favorite music memory was Mario Galaxy music, and she actually yes. got married to that music as well. So that's a nice. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Um, nice. RG Ninja sixty four on Twitter says probably the Sega intro in Sonic two, and then. Yes. Uh, Twitter user Gravity GWJ said the Final Fantasy VI overworld theme was haunting and yep. beautiful, and he will love it forever. Just saying it, I could just like it instantly pops in my head. Yeah, I have to. I, I no, guess what instantly pops in my head is the one overworld for four. Okay, four. Yeah, that was a good one. I yeah, four was. I'm like that's a lullaby music for the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The best lullaby music for me is the Xenoblade Chronicles music. <laughs> always fell asleep. asleep. I always fell asleep playing that game. I don't know what's happening. Even the upbeat loops. I think it's the looping nature of the music. It just like it just lulls me into like a stupor or something. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's that's neither here. Nor I would there. say uh, even though we had to choose one, uh, Super Mario Brothers three is like huge on my list, and Road Rash two. And Red Rash for um, Sega was super awesome. I mean, it sounded like s- the the bass sounds and stuff they use in that are just so slappy mm-hmm. and like weird sounding. That's a really good one. Okay, I'm and gonna, the sound effects when you knock someone out. I'm gonna pick a really. Oh, speaking of the sound effects, you asked this Ashton, and my 
the first sound effect that I noticed that I I really liked was from Prince of Persia, and oh, when yeah. you fall down and ah, and then splat on the spikes, <laughs> yeah. that was that was yeah. that was uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, what else can we talk about? We want to talk about um, music we enjoyed listening to with our kids, since we're talking about parents stuff, and maybe some things, tips for listening to things with our our babies as well mm. to to help them go to sleep. Castlevania, Sym- <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night, the soundtrack. <laughs> that was what we listened to all the time, oh. and that Dragon Force because Dragon Force Dragon is Force. big. <laughs> Dragon Force, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, my, my daughter like was obsessed with it. I think she was like two when Dragon Force was that uh rock band, the first rock band that came out. Right, yes. Oh yeah. And I think the, I think they were on a guitar here actually. And yeah, there was it's like all we talked about. She listened to like every album, knew every lyric, and would sing it in a little two year old voice. It was oh, the best. That's so cute. <laughs> so You guys are way cooler than than me. Like Yeah. I, I just listen we just listen to like Diana Krall and Nora Jones and <laughs> classical music. <laughs> it's relaxing <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I remember uh, one of the albums they really liked was um, Bare Naked Ladies Snack Time. Mm. I feel like that was Wait a, a minute. That was a There's good, a Bare Naked Ladies album I don't know there's about. There's a Bare Naked Ladies what? kids album, Snack Time. Oh, okay. Yes. This is being bought like right now. It's, it was, it's quite good. It's very funny. There's a lot of funny songs on it. It's very clever as in, as they are, you know. Um, and this was, and this was before the the lead singer left, or before right. the. How oh, did he, he leave? Left. I didn't even know. Yeah, that. one of oh, one yeah. of the guys left. So bef- it was before uh, that. I think that was probably their last album with him. Yeah, two thousand and eight. Yeah. If anyone can't see, I mean, no one can see. She is buying it right now. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Is it she's, coming up? Amazon. She's in the process yeah, of getting it. Right there. I'm, I'm on iTunes buying this thing right now. Snack you know, my time. son uh, isn't probably as into Sesame Street as me, but my wife and I are singing those songs all day. He's at the point where he doesn't care that much, but we probably watch it for ourselves instead. <laughs> yes. So, um, they're good. Yeah, one of my favorites was, um, what was it? House of Bricks. It was a Sesame Street uh, mm. thing. It was House of Cards with the with the with Frank Underwolf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it shows so good. Yeah, mm. there, yeah it's on there HBO of, now. Then there was Game it's, of Chairs with Game yeah. of Thrones, and they just yeah. did a La Miserable take where Cookie Monster doesn't want to share his cookies and he's eating them, and people are like, "Can you share?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> Letter of the day. All the songs are are really good. I mean. I, every one of them is more addictive than the next, so clearly that's going to be stuck in my head forever. Oh, what I go back to if you're still going to talk about S- Sesame Street? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, my kid listens that was to my that favorite. Too, yeah. That was my favorite segment with the pinball machine and all that. Yes. Oh, mm. so good. I see that combines music and games. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I want to play this pinball machine. Like, yeah. where, like, oh, so creative. It was just awesome, yeah. So, uh, Sesame Street's on HBO now. It's not, right. well, it's on PBS, but it shows up, like, months later. Nine because, months later, yeah. Yeah, because they, I read this article, and they, 
the budget for making the show versus what they made since people don't buy DVDs and VHS and all this and they I guess they don't get as much funding. So HBO now like pays for a great production but you can't like air their shows until months later, which I guess is a a good and a bad cuz the people don't have to cut down on like the staff and stuff, but at the same time everyone can't see it right away, but but we already had HBO so it is pretty awesome to be able to to watch that at any given time and watch like the 80s and 70s shows right then and there. Yeah. I don't know. Streaming services for me are are super awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We I haven't had cable the entire t- Yeah, I have a teenager and we haven't had cable since before she was born. Wow. So, Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah. like speaking of like uh like just TV shows like I remember like in listening to music like we would listen to uh like a lot of like just cartoon soundtracks like Powerpuff Girls, yeah, uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, uh, anything that had like a, a fun soundtrack. Then like we'll kind of go back to it now. But like I think the big thing that sticks out as far as stuff we keep going back to is uh, Steven Universe, just because like it has such an amazing soundtrack and uh, sound design. What's wrong, Eugene? <laughs> what's yeah, sorry. what's wrong? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you trying to recreate I'm, that news reporter I'm, where I'm, someone busts in the room? I'm laughing him? because <laughs> I'm laughing because my daughter has the hiccups. And she's just like in the other room trying to contain herself, not hiccup too loud. She's yeah, like that, really, that BBC reporter thing's not as cute really when the kid's loud. like 13. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I watch that video way too much. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, I I play guitar for my son every once in a while. And mm. Probably the first time, and he like smiled, I, I pretty much like almost broke down crying. It was like the oh. most <laughs> amazing. Oh. I just never... I don't know. I didn't feel like the way I felt, like uh, you know, necessarily. And then at that moment, I was just like, "Holy crap! This is something I created." Watching me play something, smiling at it, and I don't know. It was just too too much for me to bear. But yeah, I try to get in a good five or ten minutes a day where I just fart around the guitar. And and since my dad's a musician, I always hope that maybe that type of experience will help if he's ever into that. You know, for yeah. sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the only other thing I have to add, we listen to Hamilton all the time. That's like the only thing that goes on at my house now. Like right my now, daughter's yeah. obsessed Me with too. Hamilton. Us too. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah. yeah, like I'm sitting here, like we've been spotting tickets because, like, they're it's going to uh-huh. be here in Houston mm-hmm. uh, the first half of next year, and we're like, it's like, do I just buy a season pass because it's cheaper <laughs> than buying these like like scalping tickets already? I know. So right? uh, that's that's uh, definitely factoring into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid to touch. I'm afraid to touch Hamilton because I, yeah, bad things might happen. You see how <laughs> how little, how little self control I had over a sixty dollar amiibo. Imagine Hamilton tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would agree. I we I considered going to Chicago and seeing it, not just because Wayne Brady was uh, playing uh, our Aaron Burr, but mm-hmm. really, uh, it was also e- yes, yeah, what, yeah, Wayne. Is yeah, Wayne was, Brady going to oh have to God. shoot him? Never mind. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it, it, the tickets were easy to find. Like when I looked and I was like, man, I, was like, I should do this. And I told one of my coworkers and she was like, oh yeah, I was like, uh, me and my wife got tickets. And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, that's freaking awesome. She's like, yeah. And they're cheaper than buying like tickets here. And I was like, so you're going to see it in Chicago, which I'd rather do. And, but it's it's right after Wayne Brady's leaving. I was like, mm. I was like, that's so awesome. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll travel to a lesser known city, or not really a lesser known city, like just somewhere where it's not gonna 
they'll have more shows. I think it's only here for like two months. I realized I also missed the Book of Mormon. I was listening to that today. Which yeah, was, yeah, was yeah. Fun. I never got to see that either. But that has a great um, soundtrack. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. I don't know if you call it soundtrack. But yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a musical. I, I don't know what you call that. It's a it's a great piece of music. Yeah, I probably insulted what? somebody. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, great music. I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah. I'm, I'm sure one yeah. of the, the creators of South Park is crying over his pile of money right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, well, I had, I had a guy come in today and he's like, he was staying at work and he's like, I have, I, I'm going on a date tonight and he's wearing like a white shirt, a black tie and black slacks. And I was just like, <gasps> a funeral? <laughs> Yo, man. It's like, are, are you a Mormon? And he's like, no. Nah. He's like, I got a date. And I was like, because oh, like, I, no. I keep wanting to like walk up and be like, I'm Elder. <laughs> Like, hello, <laughs> my name is Elder. And I was like, uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, you might want to rethink your outfit. Yeah. 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 Did he, We're going like, to knock on day. some Did doors. Did he have a backpack? He did have a backpack. Oh. Well, he he also took an Uber in, so like he like had a backpack on and like <laughs> strolled into the office because I was like, yeah. Magic underwear. I'm sorry. That's yeah. funny. So Good luck on that date. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll, I can update you all here in the morning. <laughs> I'm trying to think there's like anything else music wise. Uh, it's I don't know. It's like after a certain point, like I feel like we just kind of we would go backwards in time listening to music. So like mm. we would go to things that I enjoyed as a kid to like kind mm. of share that. It's like mm-hmm. you know we'd be like uh, yeah. talking about like classic metal music because I've always wanted my daughter to get into metal which she went in the opposite direction. She really likes hip hop and so I was like let's go back and let's listen to classic hip hop <laughs> and uh, then I got her like really like into like a nerdcore rap. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So like she actually went to like a nerdcore show like dressed up as like Miss Marvel and uh, that's cool. It was for a, a rapper who did comic book rap which was awesome so you know, fun stuff. Uh, That's fun. Adam Warrock, if you've, if you've never listened to it, it's like one of my favorite. He does like uh, takes like hip beats and does comic book lyrics over it. Hmm. So. That's pretty cool. Right now, my my kids are like my my younger is on a Beatles kick. You can't mm. go wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> my oldest is in in uh, in the Hamilton kick. But it was funny, the other day we were driving in the car and and, I had uh, Led Zeppelin on, first album, and uh, I think it was, what's the first song on the first, Rock and Roll, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, my older daughter, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, this song is cool, I want to learn how to play this someday. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) really? When have you heard this song before? I said, oh, you played it for me, Dad. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, there you go. It's working. <laughs> it's working. Uh, it's working. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. We have that. Uh, we have that Amazon Echo. Do you guys? Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't have that. Yep. Yeah. We have the dot, and we have a Bluetooth speaker, which I didn't know they made them so good. But I got it for like thirty dollars, and it lasts yeah. for thirty hours. It's waterproof. We we put it in the kitchen, played like a lot of Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm pretty pumped for when he starts to try to dance because I think that's probably going to be the most exciting. <laughs> yes. I keep playing music and I start dancing and yeah, I see yeah, him yeah. kick. And I'm like, is that a dance or are you yes. just, you know, spazzing out over there? <laughs> so I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. about My four year old is a dancing machine. Like, oh, gosh. I, I just, all I have to do is put Just Dance on the Wii U up and he's just dancing along with it for hours. <laughs> it's great. Oh, so that's cute. so awesome. So fun. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Music and kids and stuff. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 
It's magic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about... Um, I know, Ashton, you, you posted a, a, a bit of this on your blog about how to get into game music or how to get into game design or, you know, kind of following your passions kind of post. Yeah. If you want to talk, do you want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? How did you get uh, into game music? I know you were inspired by Zelda. And then, oh, I know, right? <laughs> and then what well, happened? Uh, my, my, so my dad's a jazz musician and, and I... I was in a bunch of punk bands in high school, and then I did a bunch of singer-songwriter gigs, and I went to school for recording arts, and at no point did I ever think about video games as a reality. And um, uh, I even did, like, you know, live sound here and there. And then I saw Indie Game the movie, um, the documentary, which, until that point, I I didn't realize there were lower levels than just AAA, and somehow you're the composer for that. I didn't know there was like all these different stages up to that point. So yeah, at that point, I just was like, holy crap, this is like the perfect thing for me. So I started out just scouring the internet, like looking for forums where people congregate and messaging people I liked. And one of the first or second people I worked with ended up making a game called Wings of V that that I worked with for like three or two or three years and uh, when it came out, it did really well. It was on Twitch all the time, and I sold a bunch of soundtracks. And ever since then, I've been just like consistently hammering and meeting people. And since I moved to Colorado, I realized like the importance of actual networking, and I decided to like fully dive in. You know, you know, work full time. So now I go to like every event I can, and and uh, go to GDC if I can. So. Uh, a lot of putting myself out there, I guess. But I had a lot of skills that were applicable beforehand that I just never knew would be useful for a career that I didn't know existed. So it's kind of interesting how that comes together. That's cool. Yeah, well, anyways, what I wrote here, uh, I wrote a thing about getting into game audio, but talking about kids, you know, a lot of young people want to get into games, and I go to a lot of local meetups, and some people, you know, they come with their their young son or daughter, and they just kind of sit in the background, and they're able to talk with us because the game development community seems to be super welcoming. So I mm. think that um, going to meetups for, you know, adults or kids and doing game jams is a good uh, thing for anyone, even if you don't want to do it as a profession, just for fun. Mm-hmm. So I would just suggest that anyone do that or at least see like how a game jam happens and listen to what people talk about at the meetups just because it's interesting to see the other side yeah. of development, you know? You know, you raise a good point because um, I guess a lot of the perception, if if you think about a game jam, you don't really think about the... Like oh you know oh I'm not really a coder or a developer I I yeah. can't go to a game jam because I wouldn't know what to yeah. do, but you know there's so much else besides the coding that happens in yeah. making a game, like as you say like as a musician or you know even just game design you don't have to necessarily be the coder right there's all different things for you yeah. to be doing at a game jam. Well, the best part about a game jam for from an audio person's perspective. Because if you do sound design or music, a lot of times you'll get an email that says, hey, B, we've been working on this for three years and we think it's really good. 
Can you do sound for it? Uh, we're going to release it in like three weeks. <laughs> wow. And, and I mean, it's an exaggeration, but it's not an exaggeration. Yeah. So for us, it, it kind of, a game jam is like, you can be there at the beginning and say, hey, what about this idea? Or what if this uh, game mechanic is involved? Or what if this happens? Whereas a lot of times, unless you're working with a team over and over and over again on games, you're kind of there after so much is established. So even though the mm. audio port part is fun in game jams, the, the, the more fun part for me is to be involved from like step one. Because usually it's developers and coders and sometimes artists that, that start from the initial creation. But the diversity of the way people um, would imagine how games would develop and ideas is is probably more than just those skill sets, you know? And in mm. a game jam, everyone can just throw stuff in the pile and see what comes out. So I think that's a it's a pretty fun way to, to get involved for anybody. Yeah. Um, Ryan had a question that you wanted to ask. Like, in terms of writing music, specifically music for a game, mm. how yeah. how do you... Like he was, he was saying, you know, uh, when he's in a band, you know, to write a song or something, you'd write some lyrics down, maybe get a tune, you know, reference something similar. But yeah, is it is it? And then the other side of it is is like, well, we're familiar with like film scoring, so like you know, you'd you'd sit down, you'd see the film, you'd you'd be watching it as you maybe try to compose some music for whatever scenes mm-hmm. are happening. How does how does that? You know, where does game music composition fall in, in terms of that process? How, how does that work? Um, it's For pretty you, cool. Anyway. I mean, it, yeah, it could be very varied. Uh, very varied. Yeah, the, that, that first person I work with that the game really did well, he, we had like 20 or so levels. And for the most part, it would just be an email saying, this is like a demon that crawls down this tunnel and it's just chasing you and it's like the strongest it's got a lot of muscles like and that's it and then you just (laughs) write a piece of music that you feel goes with it and 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 that and with that person it stuck like he liked almost everything i did so okay but with some people it's and you don't get to play do you get to play the level before you write it or just go on that uh description alone well, that game, I was getting the information as the level con- was being conceived. Right. But a game, uh, I'm working on a game called Bomb Slinger right now. So they have an early access and they give me a test build. And for games like that, when I'm called in later on, like I can usually get to play the game. And, you know, now that I'm a little bit more familiar with uh, game design programs, I can put in the music and test it out without having to send it to them and get a build. Mm-hmm. But, um, Sometimes it's just a, a GIF, sometimes it's a picture, sometimes it's a description, and then sometimes um, you'll actually get a test build that you can play to. And then also, some developers are very picky, and they'll send you um, a bunch of soundtracks that they love or that they want you to emulate or mm-hmm. that they're into. And then some are just, they're like, I don't know anything about music or sound so whatever you do you know i trust you because i just have no idea so it's really kind of up and down so yeah usually i'll i'll listen to the references i'll look at the material um and i'll do like a 30 second thing on what i feel like the gist of it should be and then send it and we'll go from there 
And sometimes it's spot on, and sometimes I have to kind of redo it a couple times before mm-hmm. I figure that they had a completely different. Like some people grew up playing、uh, JRPGs their whole life, and like they're so into that, and maybe that's something that barely influenced me. So then, then they say, "No, no, I really like this." So then I get to go, which is kind of fun for me, and like research that type of music. What makes it like sound like JRPG music? Like what instruments are in it? You know,、mm-hmm. and then try to to really. Fusion that all together, so. But yeah, it can be it can be tough at the beginning because when you have no soundtrack and no basis, you know it's like a painter with a blank blank canvas. You just kind of feel like, oh crap, what if I can't even pull this off? Like I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing at this point, and I told him I could deliver it now. Like it's like、oh, this、crap. feeling,、yeah. but.、Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> It's a good yeah, feeling I, though, because it motivates、yeah. you to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, I start. Yeah. I play a lot of guitar. I hum a lot.、Uh, I'll take a bunch of ambiences and and like kind of、uh, record them and just kind of move them around in my digital audio workstation in just random places,、yeah. and just see like if if that causes me to think of things. So,、mm-hmm. I don't know. As it comes to writing music, I go about it like any way that I can get a good idea. I'll do. Because you know, you can't be picky. So, humming, playing guitar. I'll even put a keyboard on and put arpeggiator on, and then like play random keys just to see if that makes me think of a melody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah,、I'll, sometimes you get much a little more, much a smaller description of the game than you would actually imagine, and sometimes you get the full game to test.、Right. So it really varies. Cool. All right, one final question about sound design. Okay.、Um, What is the most、uh, interesting? Yeah. What is the most interesting、um, thing that you had to go field record? So you had to go out and actually record this thing for for sound effects.、Um, well, I recorded a bunch、thing. of. Well, I guess <laughs> I recorded a bunch of rocks for a game called Lima because these this world kind of builds around you. And I remember people were hiking. I live in Colorado. And I'm on the ground with headphones, and I'm like rolling these pebbles down a hill, like all quietly. And they're jogging by, like looking at me weird.、Uh, that's not weird, but it would—it's weird when you're in a department store and you have your headphones on and you're like <laughs> flicking a saw, and people are staring at you like, <laughs> and it's like boing. But、uh, that, you know, I've <laughs> smashed a bunch of fruits,、uh, you know, squished. Some watermelon and made gut sounds. I'd done a bunch of whooshes in a walk-in closet, and that was difficult because I kept getting like all the sticks caught on all the clothing around me and and uh, um, stuff like that. But I haven't done anything I would say is too crazy. I really do like to go hiking though and get natural ambiences, especially this time of year in spring, because all the bugs and the birds come out. So I do that quite a bit when I can get a chance. It's fun. Oh, and my cat. I record my cat. cat a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah.、Um, do do we, anybody have any other questions for Ashton or things they wanted to mention before we move on to our final segment? I, I wanted to say. Well,、uh, shake my head. No. No. Okay. Shake <laughs>、uh, one、now. other thing about sound design. Yeah. When it comes to music for games, it's very similar. And I just want to say, like the f- one of the first games I worked on, they said we need five magic sound effects. So I sent all these synthesizer like <laughs> whoop,、yeah. and then they emailed me back and they said, 
no, we need medieval magic, not sci-fi magic. And like, <laughs> that was the first time that I realized like, <laughs> oh wait, magic that doesn't exist is clearly defined in ways. So when it comes to That's writing funny. music and sound, sound effects can be the same way where you have no idea really what you're supposed to do. And you're kind of like searching in this like darkness to create what they want, you know? Yeah. That's cool. All right. Thank you, Ashton, for the insight into the creative process and also a bit about game design and how how you do go about it. It's cool. I, I think yeah. I'm excited. Like I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm uh I I was the type of person that always like uh like I'm into photography for six months and I like take a hundred pictures every day and I'm into Photoshop. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to be a coder. And all I did was like practice Python for a month. But sound for games has been the one thing that I could say that I consistently stayed as interested in. So every time I would get deviated and say, oh, no, maybe this is your passion, I would like knock myself out and be like, hey, you're wrong. Like, this is the thing. So I do feel like there is a recognition there because I've stayed as interested. So I hope other people could feel that same way. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah, let's do our picks of the week, shall we? I'm going to go last because I don't, haven't picked mine yet. But I'm still thinking <laughs> about it. So I want to hear what you guys' picks are. Mikey, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> D, D says like, I have to limit my picks. So <laughs> since everybody talked about a Switch earlier, I've been printing uh, a bunch of different 3D uh, stands for a Switch, which seems to be the hot, coveted item. Uh, mm. I think I finally found one on Thingiverse that I will have, I guess, linked in the show notes that turns out really good. Um, it has, like, three different versions in there with different angles. Um, it's kind of nice because it, it has a... I'm, I'm holding it up and showing to everybody. Um, but it's, it's really nice because it has a, uh, a part of the stand where you can actually set the switch on top and you can plug it in, which makes nice. a lot of sense if, if you uh, think about it. Huh. Being able to charge... And play at the same time. Um, it works out really good while I'm at work. And kind of just... Uh, I, I still like playing with the Switch and actually taking the Joy-Cons off. Um, even if I don't have uh, the Puppy Dog or the Pro Controller to play with it. Um, but uh, so, but I like kind of sitting on my desk and like playing with that experience. And almost like having a little mini TV. Um, but I have two different ones. So it depends on like if I'm playing in an airplane. I have one that has a more kickbacked. Uh, angles that way I'm right on top of it. Um, the file that will be linked has like all three different angles in there. Um, they take about uh, I think four and a half hours per stand to print out. Mm. So um, you can also order a print from somebody if you don't have a 3D printer, um, which makes it kind of nice and convenient. And uh, that's my pick. Cool, nice. Uh, D, what's your pick? Um. My pick is um, Ace Ciders. It's a it's a brand of hard ciders, and they have like different flavors. Like, like my favorite <laughs> one is a pineapple. So it's like pineapple apple hard cider. Mm. Pineapple apple. I like it. Seriously. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's it. mostly apple, but I mean they're apple ciders, but it's like pineapple flavor in and there as there, well. Is there a pen too? Oh God, no, <laughs> no! Someone introduced that to me a couple weeks ago. Nope, nope. Okay. Or, or there's, I've got the pear one right here, so let, there's no pen for the pear. No, mm. true. That could be, but let's not go there. No, let's not. Cool. A ciders is that available locally only, or is that like nationwide? Um, I think they're based in California. Okay. So I, yeah. So, cool. I'm. 
No, where's actually where's Sonoma County? Uh-oh. It's like north of San Francisco. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, California. So mm. yeah, and I'm on the other coast. So there you go. Probably nice. Cool. Ashton, what's your pick? Uh, so I'm assuming pick of the week is just stuff we're into, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Uh, my pick of the week, I just got this email today because I'm on the mailing list, and my pick of the week is Boomerang, the company that has all the cartoons finally started a streaming service where you can watch like 10,000 different cartoons from oh. Bugs Bunny all the oh. way up through Looney Tunes, the Smurf, Popeye. I mean, it's crazy. I just, I'm signing up like immediately. It's going to be like on iOS and Android at first, and then eventually it'll be on Apple TV, which I use a lot. But I love old cartoons, and for the longest time, You've been able to stream like everything from Netflix and HBO, but finding like Bugs Bunny or Tom and Jerry was something that I found to be difficult. So I'm super, super hyped about this. It's awesome. And it's actually in the app store. I downloaded it before the show, but I haven't started. Oh, really? Like, yeah, uh, I didn't sign and, up uh, I mean, for anything. It's really like the there's a yearly plan for $39.99, which is about $3 and some change a year. not at all. Or like five dollars a month, but I pay maybe fifteen for HBO, so I feel like that is more than a deal. And I'm, I'm just so excited to like it's Saturday morning, eating cereal, and I'm gonna be watching Bugs Bunny like when I was a kid, <laughs> and like Scooby Doo. I don't know. I'm super excited about this. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, Boomerang. Boomerang. Awesome. Shout out to Boomerang people. All right. Um, my pick of the week uh, is because I was just looking at this today. It is uh, Haiku fans uh these are ceiling fans they're smart ceiling fans so they're mm. uh i think they're home kit enabled uh they also work with uh ecobee and nest like smart thermostats um they're not the they're not the cheapest fans <laughs> i would say um but they're really really nice so if you're looking for nice. a ceiling fan um and you're Looking for something smart? Check out Haiku. That's. that's I thought you were going to pick the adjustable chandelier. No. <laughs> oh yeah, no. that's true. I did. Oh. I did do that. Um, I did a survey on Facebook about my chandelier for the for the I dining like the room, swords. But that's why I will. Well, Ad, I just looked and I was going to spit out my water. They start at five hundred fifty dollars for these uh, Whoa. ceiling do, fans, yeah. Yeah, and go do. up to I think the most expensive is. Yes. Uh, like a I said, a little over fifteen hundred. <laughs> they're not the what? cheapest fans, but they're really nicely constructed. No, they, they're mm. gorgeous. They look great, uh, and I and I feel like they and so the, the company is big ass fans. If you've ever heard of of that mm-hmm. company, so mm-hmm. that's who makes the haiku. I, I guess they rebranded a little bit to, I don't know, but these are yeah, these are the smart smart fans. They'll sense like in concert with your thermostat. So if the room is you know, hot or cool. They'll, they'll use a fan first to try and cool or warm up the room, depending on That's cool. the season. And then apply the thermostat, like the furnace will come on or not. Like mm. it's, yeah, or they'll know, it'll know if you're in the room. And right. so it, it can tell whether it needs to be on or not. And kind of crazy. So anyway, yeah. I'm not sure I'm getting one yet, but I, I'm thinking Aircraft about it. Aircraft grade <laughs> aluminum. Okay. I'm, I, I'm like totally into this. I, I've talked myself into this L series. I'm like, hmm, it's like how right many at, ceiling fans do I need for the right. new house? Right, just yeah. entry, just get in at the. Now, just if you get, get the L series, that's the lowest 
That's the lowest one, the most affordable It's not one. airplane grade. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> the thing is to make grade. it smart, though, you need to get mm-hmm. the wall switch with it, and that's like another hundred something. Uh, so the so but it's still less than the next level up because mm. it jumps quite a bit so yeah anyway that's that's my pick of the week i always pick expensive things i'm sorry I, here's a, a fan that's a million dollars yeah here's a, yeah, here's a diamond encrusted phone oh. case yeah no so anyway yeah I've, I've been getting into this sort of smart home thing since i've been renovating and having nice. to choose things so we'll see if i actually end up with this or not but if you do i need a i need a thousand pay or a thousand word review a thousand with a word video review. okay yeah <laughs> sounds good we'll do all right cool. well uh, thank you and everybody. hook up your phone to it and see if you can do the up. pokemon go hack there you go yeah oh yeah and just get it spinning around yeah i i'm afraid but I would be too. <laughs> you have All a gorgeous right. BlackBerry phone that's going to get shattered against the wall. That's right. Hey, and then I can get a new phone. Maybe this, this is the plan after all. All <laughs> right. Well, thanks everybody for joining, especially our special guest today, Ashton, for joining us. It was nice talking to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And we'll uh, keep us updated on how, how the how the kid grows up. And whether they turn oh, into gosh. a musician or not. Or a monster. <laughs> in, like, in, in a few years. He's, right. uh, he's really good with people but uh, and really calm, but I was such a hyper, horrible brat that I'm oh, terrified yeah. that I'm going to get my comeuppance. So oh, he's only four you know. and a half months. You just wait. Yeah, they're sweet at four yeah. and a half months. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot to come. Yeah. Let, let us tell you. There's oh, a lot to come. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the Magic Hour Show is a production of the Gamer Parent Network. You can follow us on Twitter at GP Magic Hour Show. Uh, Ashton, what's your Twitter? Uh, at Ashton Morris. All right. And D? At Sometimes D. Mikey, where can they follow you? You can find me at L Mikey. That's E L Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not just oh, the letter L, like the, the Mikey. Fan. Oh, yeah. dang. Oh. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook. We're the Gamer Parent Network on Facebook. And you can send us an email if you'd like at mail at gamerparent.net. Uh, we've also got a Discord group, which you can find us. We'll put the sh- link in the show notes. It's a long u- URL. I don't want to read it out here. Um, and we've got a Steam group also as well, the Gamer Parent GPMH Steam group. You've been listening to The Magic Hour Show. You can download this show on iTunes, stream it on Stitcher. You can find the RSS link on our website themagichour.show I've been your host Eugene Hua on behalf of Ashton, Dee, and Mikey thanks for listening